0: For me, a real leader is a leader that connecting uh, with purpose in life, responsibility in society and improve and generate impact for profitability, for social, for environmental, is creating uh, what we can call this
1: quadruple bottom line. You are listening to The Real Leaders Podcast, your number one source for impact leaders harnessing capitalism to sustain the planet, people, and profits. And in this episode, happiness. I'm your host, Kevin Edwards, and that message came from Rodrigo Baggio, the founder, CEO, and president of Recode and the Center for Digital Inclusion, who proposes today that we can measure a quadruple bottom line. In today's episode, I asked Rodrigo what moment made him realize that he could have an impact, his mentality when an obstacle comes in the way, and the power of meditation. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for the real Rodrigo Baggio. Enjoy. All right, Rodrigo, let's bring the energy today. It's time to shine. Yep. All right, I'll give us a countdown. here, here we go. In five, four, three, two, and one. And welcome everyone to this episode of The Real Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Edwards. Joining us today is Rodrigo Baggio, the founder, CEO and president of Recode and the Center for Digital Inclusion. Rodrigo, thanks for being with us today.
0: Hello, I'm very happy to be here with all of you talking about the power of people change lives.
1: The people change lives. I love that. So Rodrigo, where where does that come from? Why do you want to change lives and, and where are you coming from right now?
0: So I'm, I'm from Brazil. I'm here. I'm from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, one of the most beautiful cities in the world. But now I am in my branch uh, near an environmental reserve, connecting with the Mother Nature and also with all of this technology and the social entrepreneurs as a movement.
1: So, did you, you say you grew up in uh, in Rio de Janeiro? Were you close right. to favelas? And would you explain what a favela is to our audience?
0: Yeah. So I uh, grew up in Rio de Janeiro, uh, and uh, when I was uh, 12 years old, I, I in my school, in my elementary school, I learned about a social entrepreneur that started the first project to work. For, uh, for street kids in Rio de Janeiro. And I was so impacted with this uh, example and this inspiration, and then I decided to volunteer myself to work as a volunteer uh, with these street kids. And you know, Kevin, these action make me find my f- first passion in my life, social work, uh, work as a volunteer. So when, and when you work to help other people, you help yourself is this exchange of energy. It's a win-win situation. And for me, it was amazing experience Learned from these people, these street kids in Rio de Janeiro. And yes, we have in, in Rio beautiful things, but we have over 1,000 shantitaos, favelas, Islam in Rio.
1: So... ReCode, maybe break that down for us. What is ReCode? What is the Center for Di- Digital Inclusion? And why choose to empower those who don't have opportunities uh, to have technology?
0: Yeah. So as I said before, at the age of 12, I found my first passions, a passion in my life, uh, social work. But also when I was 12 years old, my father gave me one of the first personal computers in Brazil. And then I began to, to learn how by my own how to coding uh, and how to build the games that I want to play, you know. So, in learning mm-hmm. about technology, I found my second passion in my life uh, technology, you know. And then uh, after college, I started my own company, a technology company. And then uh, I started thinking about myself in 10 years. But I, I just uh, saw uh, myself richer, but not happier. Hmm. And then I made a decision to change my life. So at the age of 23 years old, I made a decision to change my life and connect my life uh, to the purpose and connect my life to something that uh, make me happier. And I, 1993 was the year that I used to reflect, meditate uh, about my life and the future. And At the end of this year, I found the answer. And I found the answer through a dream. So literally, I was sleeping and I had a dream. And in my dream, I saw poor young people uh, having discussions about their reality and use technology to learn more about their reality and change their lives and change their communities. And through the inspiration of this dream, I made the decision to invest my life and empower people uh, through technology. And uh, I know I'm a, not a, a Martin Luther King, but I had my own dream and I made the decision to change that dream in reality. You
1: know? That is a very inspiring story. Now let's let's unpack this a little bit. The, the meditation aspect of your life, it seems like you're trying to find almost like a higher consciousness. How did these... Did the meditation work for you? What did you do? Explain to our audience so that they can maybe try something like this.
0: Yeah, I think that moment uh, in 1993, for me, meditation, uh, uh, doing yoga, but also uh, having the connection with the nature uh, uh, makes me reflect about important things in my life, you know, creating this connection. Uh, uh, allowed me to uh, think in how to improve myself and uh, how to become a, a better person, you know. Uh, I really believe in the power of meditation, but I, I'm considering myself a kind of macro ecumenic, which means I can connect spiritually with the Christianism, a tradition or Buddhism, uh, do practices like yoga, but also the shamanism. Uh, the, uh, we, we develop many different, uh, digital empowerment centers in, in the heart of Amazon rainforests. And for me, understand and learn about how these indigenous people, uh, express their spirituality is something important. So, yeah, I, I, I think people need to find ways to reflect about themselves and how could they improve their lives. And in the moment that we live now, Uh, the new normal uh, from a COVID-19 society. is a perfect time to rethink ourselves because what we need to do is rethink our system. We need to rethink ourselves and our way, our lifestyle. I think this is a great opportunity during crisis uh, to uh, uh, find ways to reinvent ourselves and, and our way to interact with the world with more sustainability and responsibility, right?
1: That's so true. You know, there's been so much talk of, oh, why can't we get back to normal? And we go, hold on one sec. Do we want to go back to normal? And that's really the question that a lot of people are asking themselves right now. Uh, I've ta- I too have taken some time to reflect a lot more. Um, and, and I was asked the question the other day, and I'm going to ask you this one as well. Um, if you right now, post-COVID, were the CEO of the entire world, what would you change and what would you do?
0: Yeah, first of all, we need to uh, creating a, 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 a collaboration in our world. So working with uh, UN, World Economic Forum and other global organizations to creating strategies, manage the planet, not my country, not your country. So you, uh, we need mm. to have this a uh, uh, big picture mentality to uh, uh, to uh, working uh, to improve uh, the SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals, as the metrics that we need to have uh, a better world with more equity, you know? So this is really important, thinking uh, big and not only about our uh, community, country, city so i think this global mentality is very important and the sdgs are important metrics to accelerate change
1: i <laughs> love that concept big picture mentality and it's so true we hear it all the time how interconnected we are you know we're at this point in time where the external costs of capitalism just can't comfortably be ignored and the co2 output the methane output in america will impact those you know close to the equator Um, you know, somewhere uh, around the world, Uh, in in the Patagonia, in Brazil, you know, we're all interconnected. We share the same air. We share uh, many of the same resources. So Rodrigo, why go into technology? Why was this such a big issue for you? And what is the impact you are trying to create?
0: Yeah, so when I started 25 years ago, CDI, the Center for Digital Inclusion, and then Recode, my vision was very clear. We need to include vulnerable youth, vulnerable people. Uh, uh, we, uh, We was in the process to start this new, the third industrial revolution, internet, uh, computers, so and we saw a kind of digital apartheid in the world. Uh, only rich people or academic people had access to the internet. So twenty-five years ago, uh, we saw how was important in that moment democratize the use of technology and the internet. Uh, and then in this scenario, we start one of the very first NGOs in the field of digital inclusion or digital empowerment in the world. And then we start to create digital empowerment centers in partnership with low-income communities, uh, in partnership with public schools, public libraries. And we built this networking of uh, 1,158 digital empowerment centers in nine countries. who have been training 1.7 million people, teaching them how to use technology technology, with entrepreneurial skills to do good, to impact their reality. Uh, And now, uh, we are in a new historical moment for humankind. We are in the beginning of the new fourth industrial revolution. And uh, bringing uh, ethical values for exponential technology is something disruptive for the humankind. So uh, uh, having the opportunity to be in this moment in our time, where uh, we are, we need to humanize the fourth industrial level revolution. This is extremely important. So we reinventing ourselves years ago to reconnecting with that and teaching young vulnerable people how to coding, be a, a full stack devs, how to improve their lives. And uh, teach them how to use artificial intelligence, VR, uh, augmenting reality, Internet of Things, uh, and things like that, because this is important. And now, in 2020, everything changes again, because now we don't have an option. We are the new normal in this new society. So we need to use technology to inspire people. To be attack tech change makers. We need to inspire people to use technology. To change their reality and, uh, and this is really strategic for the humankind for that reason, I believe in the power of technology doing good and accelerating uh, changing in our world that's what I call topia. you know it's not e-topia, but e-topia. utopia but
1: topia Etopia I like that and, and you really nailed it there you know let's place the humanity back in the business. I mean if you really care about people let's make sure we're're. We're, making the decisions that are going to transform human lives, uh, empower more people. in utopia, yeah, that's that's a great point as well. I mean, what is a utopia? I, mean, I don't think something like that will ever happen in one day. Let's let's be real. But, you know, uh, Rodrigo, you've, you've touched on so many points about impact and transforming lives and uh, the SDGs if you're the CEO of the world. You know, I really like your mentality. What can for-profits learn from nonprofits profits in, in this mentality?
0: You know, Kevin, a very interesting question because um, as a social entrepreneur or a tech social entrepreneur, uh, I prioritize uh, impact in the world, social impact, transformation, mm. not profitability. Mm. But uh, what we as, as a social entrepreneur learn with business was also very important, uh, how to use uh, 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 business uh, strategies and tools adapting for social sector to improve our, our results. I think uh, years ago, when Muhammad Yunus started talking about social, uh, social business uh, or impact business and started uh, his uh, Grameen family companies in Bangladesh, I think inspiring everyone about a new way to do business. And years ago also, when b Lab starts uh, the vision to build a, 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 a B systems or inspiring companies, be a B corporation. Also, this was a disruptive in terms to show uh, for the businessmen and women women's the importance to balance purpose and profitability impact, social impact, and profitability, bringing for the core of their business the responsibility with the world. So see now uh, uh, the B-Lab mo- movement growing in the world and inspiring companies like Natura uh, or Shop or big corporate laureates, big corporations, uh, uh, sharing with them the vision should be uh, uh, another kind of corporations this is possible and the mainstream in the future will be there so i think each time more uh, clients consumers uh, are are more uh, uh, making decisions to sustainability and do the the right way of consumption and now i need to uh, leaders need to reflect about their responsibility in the world and yeah It's it's really inspiring to see how these kind of movements are growing and inspiring each time more uh, business leaders to have more impact uh, and have more results. And for that reason, Kevin, it's beautiful to see also uh, a business organization like YPOers, the YPOers, Young Present Organization, creating uh, 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 one of the highest Uh, award in their organization being the Global Impact Award. So uh, 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 YPO's community uh, awarding between 29,000 president and CEOs, uh, people that are making difference in the world. And I think this kind of award or recognitions is really an inspiration in the business world. And I think this will, will continue growing.
1: I love speaking with social entrepreneurs because they're so passionate about these topics and they're doing some of the hardest work out there as well. I mean, the world right now, for profits, they just don't, a lot of them don't see it that way. So the question is, is, you know, we have such a hurdle to get over a a couple trillion dollar gap to reach the the goals that we need, the 17 goals. Um, Is it a leadership problem? How do you see us actually stepping up to the plate to? Impact the entire world and achieve all these 17 sustainable development goals by 2030.
0: Yeah, I, I think this is a big challenge. Uh, and uh, develop global uh, leaders or leaders with global minds. I think uh, uh, we have uh, now very few uh, real uh, leaders uh, in politicians. Uh, Angela Merkel in German, we have very few leaders, you know. Uh, one of the, the one of them I have a, a deep respect And he's not a politician leader But he's the founder uh, of the World Economic Forum He's the one that, he's elder He has a lot of experience And he's the one that stayed for a long time The last uh, decades Interacting with the top leaders in the world And I think uh, 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 when I, in the beginning of the COVID time uh, uh, when I talk, talking with uh, Klaus Schwab, the founder of World Economic Forum and the, the Schwab Foundation, and saw him uh, uh, talking about uh, we are in the new moment, and this new moment could create a disruption in the humankind. We can create what could emerge is a new system, and we need to collaborate to uh, make this new system a reality. So it's so inspiring to see a businessman like him uh, connecting with this opportunity to change the way that humankind are uh, going through a, a, a disruptive uh, a pandemic moment like the one that we are living now.
1: Systems change is some of the one of the hardest things to do, Rodrigo. What what was he talking about? What was his plans to systematically change something that's been building for years and years?
0: So you're talking about systems changing and you know, the elites of social uh, entrepreneurism in the world are, are now talking exactly about that. The necessity about people being driven with a systems changing mentality. So systems changing also could uh, mean uh, collaborative impacts. People need leaders are uh, 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 working in loneliness or in isolation, many CEOs are working in their own organization with their own products, uh, uh, methodology, clients, etc. They their ecosystems. But the most important uh, changes for the humankind need deep levels of collaborations to solve. Uh, and for that reason, thinking about collaborative impact and systems changing. Is really, really something new that leaders uh, need always be connecting. Uh, this is the way and the kind of uh, mindsets uh, that will make a difference in our organizations and our world.
1: So t- t- going back to leadership in your own organization, you know, mm-hmm. I see here 821 community centers. I'm speaking specifically to the Center for Digital Inclusion in 13 countries what are you training like how are you training your leaders what are you teaching them so that they can sustain one your center and then two um you know continue the vision and an impact that you have set up
0: yeah kevin thank you for your question because that question brings me uh the heart of our methodology which is uh training young people to be a tech entrepreneur, uh, so the heart of our methodology is inspiring and training uh, these people to be a tech change maker. So they will gonna learn three pa- pillars. One is technology. They will gonna start uh, learning the basics, the digital abilities. Uh, you know, McKinsey and Google did a research in Brazil last year, and this that research showed that If the Brazilians learning digital abilities, that could improve in $70 billion, the Brazilian uh, uh, IDT uh, in the next years. So this is something disruptive, you know? But also we are training people about the basics about artificial intelligence, VR, uh, augmented reality, IOT, how to do apps for good, developing their uh, communities, uh, how to learn about uh, exponential technology to do good, and also we training uh, people how to be a developers, mm. uh, full stack developers, front end, back end. But uh, this is the technology component. We also teach people in social emotional skills like creativity, li- like communication, empathic mm. communications, like solving problems. Uh, So this is really very important, and we evaluate our students in these social-emotional skills. And the third pillar is about entrepreneurship. So we teach uh, our students how to be a social entrepreneur or an impact entrepreneur or a civic entrepreneur, bringing entrepreneurism uh, and also the strategies to to the markets, making uh, our students possible and able to for this word that reskilling, upskilling digital skills is really critical and important for all of this digital transformation in our world. So this is about our methodology. The recode methodology, the CDI methodology is about four steps. In all what we are teaching, we are inspiring these people to learn more about their reality. Uh, the second step is find a challenge that they have passion about. The third uh, step is they need to do a proposal, a a project that uh, bringing technology to impact that uh, challenging or problem. And the step number four is go to action, is activate the entrepreneurial attitude. Because when you go to action to change your prototype, your idea in reality, this is something that change yourself and the way that we are seeing and acting the world. So this about this the Recode and CDI methodology.
1: Well, you're also giving them a gift that's just priceless, and that's a, a purpose in life. And, and now we see everywhere these purpose-driven companies, people like yourself who may have taken years to find, can find it right off the bat as you're teaching and guiding them. And I think that's kind of a big problem here, especially in, in my country, is... We're growing these, you know, leaders and people who are just going to go back into money making, financial shareholder, maximizing shareholder value, you know, like minded leaders and into these organizations. that are just going to cut costs and squeeze as much profit out of things as, as possible. Do you think that's going to change in the future? And is your program an example uh, of this?
0: yeah so uh, I need, I need, we need to change this way to to see the world you know and our program uh, having this opportunity to to find this vulnerable youth uh, people comes from slums favelas people uh, we are talking about uh, 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 black people women's LGBTQ plus so we would like to empower these people to the good use of technology and connecting these people, not only with technology, but with their purpose in life, inspire them, uh, uh, find problems and challenging and helping them changing this, uh, this, uh, these problems. This is about empowerment. This is about give not only technology skills, but abilities that, uh, that make this individual, this human being, connecting with the, the, the important uh, purpose in their life, Connecting with a, a sustainable way of life. This is what uh, we, we in Recode and CDI want to do, and this uh, is part of a global movement that are, there are a lot of great organizations that are inspiring people reflect about the way uh, about they are leaders and their impact in the world. And I think this is is critical. Uh, every uh, human being, every leader, need to uh, having this kind of a, a mindset uh, about the importance of their impact in the world. This is really important, critical for our society.
1: Rodrigo, you've mentioned mindset and shaping that mindset a lot um, throughout this conversation. I want to touch back on now the philosophical beliefs. You've talked about a lot of different religions because I think this can really benefit our audience. When you're at home right now with your family, with your kids, you said you're outdoor. What are you meditating about what are you thinking about um you're a successful person but to you what is success and where are you kind of seeing your role right now in society
0: yeah this is an interesting question because i can see myself like myself uh uh the the reality around and the big picture you know uh and in terms of uh, uh the 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 holistic vision i'm very engaged Uh, With Recode and these digital empowerment centers, creating uh, games with purpose, inspiring these young people to play a game that that will make the learning about technology, having certifications and find mentors and jobs. And also, uh, I'm I'm working with industry of technology in Brazil, uh, uh, the reaction of technology uh, sector industry to have a difference in the world that we are living now. But uh, when I, I look around me, uh, uh, I, uh, we start uh, uh, movements in the, the, the municipalities that are around me, uh, uh, connecting with local leaders to so thinking about the pandemic and how do we can uh, expanding hospitals here uh, and creating ways for the, the the population around the territory that I am now could be better in all of this moment. So we are creating these movements in the territories around uh, myself in this moment. And as an individual with my family, uh, I'm having a beautiful and for that reason is paradoxical experience about how to be self. Sustainable as a family. So I'm planting. I'm cultivate fruits and trees. I'm recycle my garbage. I'm uh, having uh, uh, cows and chickens to producing local things. And I having this opportunity to reflect about uh, myself and my family uh, lifestyle and how we can also be sustainable and uh, creating uh, experience about independence in the world that we are living now. So this is the three uh, uh, dimensions of my life now and uh, which inspire me to thinking about myself, the nature, the sustainability with my family, and how we can impact the territories around me and operate in in the country and international level doing this kind of thing. So th- this is the way that I'm uh, balancing my life and in, uh, in my leadership in this new reality that we are in.
1: I love that message. Find find your balance. It's a very strong one. Now, we've talked about some of this success, but I think it's easy to talk about success. It's more difficult, but it's more important to talk about the failures along the way, the struggles along the way, the obstacles that have come in through your life. What are some of these obstacles, and what is your mentality when a problem presents itself?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, uh, when I thinking about that, uh, I uh, my, uh, my my attitude when I see a big challenge or a big barrier, is not uh, stop and paralyze. Uh, my reaction is thinking, how do I can reinventing the way to solving that problem or or uh, uh, or uh, creating a new way or a strategy to uh, impact that barrier. You know, uh, my my point here is uh, is uh, being an entrepreneur. My attitude is uh, is try to solving problems, and uh, that happened in all of my life. Uh, first, I have dyslexic dyslexia, ADD, and hyperactivity. The moment that in my life that I need to learn how to read and write was one of the biggest challenges of my life because I can't weigh, I can't learn in the way that the, teacher, the teachers trying to teach for me. So I need to, to reinvent myself and learning uh, through cartoons. So uh, graphic novels inspire me and make me learn how to read and write. And then at the age of 12, working with street kids, I had moments, for example, when a street, a, a, another gang of, of street kids uh, uh, appear uh, in, in the moment that we was together with the other gang and they start a conflict. And in the moment of conflict, they stop and look at me and invite me to play a role to negotiate peace. And for me, in this kind of limit situation where organizing, for example, uh, uh, soccer games with street kids, in the moment of conflict, they use knife. That not happen, never happening with my soccer uh, games with my friends. So uh, uh, this kind of uh, 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 limit moments all, always uh, 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 connect with me with this wish to be better, to understand the situation in the big picture and, and then react in the best way, you know? Uh, create. So also when I had my dream at the age of 23 years old, people call me a dreamer because I, I I dreaming with a society where with everyone have access to computer or or te- technology, you know. And creating the first computer donation campaigns in a country that de- didn't have internet was a, also another big challenge. Mobilize computers from Tokyo, Japan. Uh, transport these computers to Latin America donate for poor people so the logistics around that was uh, uh, also a big challenge and uh, and I think the, uh, in uh, fundraising being a social entrepreneur uh, means fundraising continuously so we are we social entrepreneurs are kind of new Franc- Franciscans you know uh, we are kind of uh, we, we need to ask people to uh, invest uh, uh, in our cause and mobilize and engage these people. This always is a big challenge. In a moment like that, uh, uh, we, we have this big uh, uh, crisis in the field of social entrepreneurs, and NGOs, and we need to reinvent ourselves. We need to, to, to use this as an opportunity to rethink the way that we are uh, uh, operating. You know, in the paradoxical moment, Historically, this is the moment that more people donate for, uh, 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 for the good of society. We have now uh, over 4 billion reais in donations in Brazil, which means all, uh, all a little bit less than 1 billion dollars. This is uh, uh, extraordinary. But how do we can keep this energy of philanthropies, people want to donate and support a COVID society, mobilization for people. So we need to keep this energy in the new society after uh, this moment that we are living, you know? So yeah, make a long story short. Uh, so when I saw challenging, I have this, this passion in my eyes to try to solve this problem and that keeps myself uh, with energy to try to reinventing myself uh, to impact this, this society or challenge
1: it. I, I, I love that. And I, love, I like the, the example of the paradox, too. I think that's so true. There's so many paradoxes right now, right? So as, as many social entrepreneurs that are coming out, as, as more capital for impact investing is being allocated, the world's greatest challenges are continually increasing you know, it's a paradox, right? You would think it'd be more solved and more problems are being solved, but more problems are also arising. It's an interesting concept. We've talked a lot about this big picture mentality today. I'm just going to stick on that, the big picture mentality. And maybe a lot of our audience is hearing this today and they're saying, oh, okay, I want to think big. I want to think big, but I think they want your example. To you, Rodrigo, what is the big picture?
0: For me, the big picture is the humanization of the fourth Industrial revolution. For me, the big picture is climate change and uh, environmental challenging that we, are, we have on our planet. As a humankind, the necessity of humanization of the fourth Industrial revolution, bringing ethical and, and value for the use of exponential technology, plus. The climate change and the necessity to to improve the life and the sustainability and and preserve and uh, the nature in our world is the two important and leapfrog things that could create a jump in the human uh, kind. You know Uh, what could destroy? What could uh, 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 so? Uh, uh, we we are in the important moments of humankind. If we decide go in the right direction, we can have a disruptive moment for the humankind. So th- this is my belief. For that, for me, put these two things together is really critical for ourselves, for our planet, and for the humankind.
1: Transforming lives. That's finest is impact. To bring this full circle, Rodrigo, you've talked a lot about leadership. you talked about your big vision, your dream. To you, Rodrigo, what is your definition of a real leader?
0: When, when I think in the real leader, I think in Gandhi and Mahatma Gandhi. I think in Martin Luther King. I think uh, in people that we can call a kind of social and spiritual entrepreneur. Uh, for me, a real leader is a leader that connecting uh, with purpose in life, responsibility in society, and improve and generate impacts for profitability, for social, for environmental, is creating uh, what we can call this quadruple bottom line, where we can connect in our life with uh, what matter. Uh, the quadruple bottom line is improve business, improve the, the, the environmentalism the, 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 the natural space, uh, the, social, the, the society uh, the impact in society and impact in our spirituality or what we can call also happiness. So the, this is uh, the way that we can integrate and be a better leaders uh, connecting with these four dimensions in our
1: life Rodrigo it's been a pleasure speaking with you today this was an awesome interview I'm so happy you came on to share your vision to share your dream the mindset of a leader and I hope it inspires more institutions more for-profits along the way uh, so just want to thank you for coming on the show for Rodrigo Baggio I'm Kevin Edwards asking you to go out there awaken the quadruple bottom line and always folks keep it real Rodrigo thank you <laughs> thank you All right, good people, and thank you for tuning into this episode of The Real Leaders Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And if you haven't yet subscribed or left a review yet, we want to hear from you. We want to continue this podcast, and one way you can help out is by leaving a review. Let us know what you think, what you want to hear, and who you want to hear from. And for all you lucky listeners today, you are going to walk away with a free magazine. All you got to do is go online to real com slash subscribe and use coupon code podcast 25 at checkout to receive your first free magazine with a year subscription. Folks, that's four magazines for the price of three. Again, that's coupon code podcast 25 for all of the visual learners out there. If you want to watch this interview on your computer or TV with friends and family, make sure to subscribe to our new YouTube channel at real leaders magazine to see all of our interviews with guests harnessing capitalism to sustain the planet people and profits and happiness. Thanks again, folks, for being a real leader and stay tuned for the next episode.